former NFC North player. Um, you know, that division, as some would say, is up for grabs this year because a certain guy named Aaron Rodgers went to the New York Jets. Um, I don't know, man. It's uh, you know, the Vikings last year came on came on and had this what I think how many games they went over like eight thirteen nine? games. They won. Yeah, 12, they were they, they were humming. And Kirk Cousins was playing his tail off, and Justin Jefferson was scoring touchdowns. And then, you know, you had the Bears and Justin uh, – not Justin Jefferson, but Justin Fields, you know, emerging as one of the more premier runners in the NFL. And then, you know, you had the Lions doing what they do. And then, you know, the Packers now have their guy in love. So this is another division where I don't think you can just say, hey, this team is definitely going to win it. And for the most part, the Packers have been that team. So I wanted to start off with Zoo. Uh, what is your forecast of the NFC North? Man, it's real, really interesting this year. Because I remember last year I was all in on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And I'm all in on the Vikings again, man. This is the standard regular season story, baby, man. Like, it's playoff times. I'm fading Captain Kirk, man. I'm fading Captain Kirk. But in the regular season, Kirk Cuz is that guy. Oh, he's that <laughs> guy, man. He puts up the numbers. Patrick Mahomes said he's one of the most underrated QBs in the league, man. All he does is efficiency, a little accuracy, man. Gets his 4,000-plus yards every year. Throws a bunch of tutties. Obviously, he got an ultimate weapon in Justin Jefferson. Like, the team is going to be humming in the regular – we're talking about the regular season right now. We ain't talking about playoffs or progressing. We're talking about regular season in that division. I don't know, 13 wins last year. They had a couple of miracle games, like straight up point differential was like minus one, wasn't it? It was minus three. It was minus three. It was minus three. So, obviously, I'm not projecting out 13 wins. And the thing is, in this division, it's a sorry division. You don't need 13 wins to win the division. I'm going to guess you need 10. I think they're all going to be close. That's what I think. Well, like 10, 9, 8, 7. Like, like it'd be a clump, a bunch of, I would say, mediocrity, a bunch of middle teams right now. There's a bunch of middle teams in there. So, I got got the Vikings getting it done again, led Mm. by Mr. Kirk Cuz, man. Cuz. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, man, I'm telling you, he's efficient in the regular season. He's efficient in the regular season. I'm all in on him. I am all in again. I can't believe it, man. I know you're disappointed. I know you're disappointed. (laughs) Well, you know what? Look, so if you actually look at it, so if you look at Vegas odds right now, it is the tightest division from first to fourth in odds to win the division, right? It's actually the closest of all of them, which surprised me because I thought even though it's it's the worst division, the NFC South, I was a big – you know, I was a bit confused that maybe that one wasn't all kind of like Vegas doesn't even know how to price that one. Right. But you kind of look at this NFC North, man, and I'm actually going to pick the Lions. I think the Lions come out of this division this year. And you know, here's my reasoning. I think both of those offenses, the Vikings, you obviously talked about them. I think they're going to be equally as potent. And I know you mentioned it a little bit, little while ago, Zoo, but the Lions offense is going to be something that you have to take very seriously. But the thing about this division, man, besides maybe the Packers, all the defenses are mediocre or in the bottom half. I mean, the Lions and Vikings had two of the worst defenses last year. And the Vikings lost Eric Kendricks, one of the best veteran linebackers in the league. They lost Zadarius Smith and Patrick Peterson, two huge guys from their secondary. Then you look at the Lions, man. Sean, they traded Jeff Okuda, didn't they, with the the Georgia kid? Yeah, he went to Atlanta. Yeah, they traded like one of their youngest guys like in his rookie year or your second year or something like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, second year, I believe, because he played with Fields. And mm-hmm. 
you know, they both, both of those teams got absolutely gashed. Now, I'm not looking at the Bears and saying they have a top 10 defense, but you could argue that, you know, the Bears have some unbelievable safeties. I think Jaquan Brisker has potential, not going to say he's defensive player of the year, but I think he's going to end up being a top five safety in the league after this year. But it, the thing about the Bears where they have their issues is specifically in the pass rush. I mean, their their team lead had only four sacks last year, and it was Jaquan Brisker, their strong safety. And if you can't blitz in this league against offenses like we're seeing in Minnesota and we're seeing in Detroit, you're not going to win football games, even though the Bears did sign two elite linebackers in Tremaine Edwins and TJ Edwards. And then shout out to Zoo and I's alma mater, Lake Zurich High School, Jack Sanborn, dude, that, that middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. When that came out of Wisconsin, he was flying around the field and won multiple NFC Defensive Player of the Weeks until he, I believe, broke his either elbow or shoulder or something like that and needed surgery. But he's coming back fully healthy. So they have a great linebacking squad, great secondary. It's their D-line that has issues. We've already seen that they got their number one guy. So now this division has pretty solid wide receiving cores. We know what the Vikings have. We saw what Amon Ra Brown, Saint, or Amon Ra St. Brown did last year. Got to remember Jamison Williams, even though he has a six-game suspension, mm. he will be playing in, in you know, the majority of the second half of the season. Mm. You know, you look, then you look at the Lions, man. They got they got Hutchinson, right? They, the, the Bears drafted. I thought all these teams actually drafted to their needs, and that's what just makes this one so jumbled. So I'd say if there's a dark horse in the division, I would actually give it to the Bears because I think they actually improved their team the most. Now the starting point wasn't great. Mm, yeah, that's I, the thing. Starting point was the worst team in the NFL. Exactly, and they knew what they were doing. They drafted. They they traded back. They got what they needed to address on the offensive side at wide receiver. They locked in their tight end. They signed. They drafted a great tackle and signed one of the best guards in the league. You got Justin Fields, and you have three legitimate running backs on the team, and Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman, and quietly a guy that I think will end up taking over the starting role in the next year or two. And Rashawn Johnson out of Texas, the backup to be John Robinson. I think he's he be really one good. of the quiet. Go sleepers. watch his tape. He's good. go watch his tape, man. He is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think he'll end up in probably maybe next year or two years from now. He's going to end up being one of the best RB sleepers in fantasy football. Yeah. Um, and, and if, and if they're going to try and develop him this year, this team has a bright future. Do I think they win the division this year? No. I right, right now I have them in third with the Packers at fourth just because of the inefficiency of Jordan Love. I think it's even though he had four years to learn under one of the greats, I still think it's going to take a little bit of time to get the experience level up with a very young wide receiving core. You know, they Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. We know what A.J. Dillon can do if he decides to play well. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. he better play well. But, man, it's coming down to the Lions and Vikings for me, and I just think it's really hard, but I just think the pass rushing on the Lions could affect Kirk Cousins more than the pass rushing on the Vikings could affect Jared Goff. And I think that in the division rivalry, there are going to be a lot of splits this season in the season series, and it's going to come down to who is 11-6 and six versus you know 10-7. and seven. And right now, I got the Lions edging out the Vikings. But watch out for my Bears, man. I think they might end up upsetting a couple teams this year and forcing a lot of tough divisions, uh, division records, I should say, in their schedule. Not going to lie, man. I'm a little shocked that you didn't pick the Chicago Bears for your pick, man. I thought uh, nah, you were going to be a homer, man. Mind over heart. He's not going to be a homer, homer pick, man. But all I got to say is this is the year we find out if Justin Fields is that dude. I agree. 
Like this is like that is obviously in Ohio State, unbelievable. Like you see this guy, like he came in out of high school, one A, one B with Trevor Lawrence. At Ohio State, but you look back at that team in OSU, it was absurdly stacked with NFL talent. You got Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Olave. and then they get the newest guy, the JSN, the Seattle Seahawks guy, was also on that mm-hmm. roster. Like you got three wide receivers that are legitimate. Like obviously, first rounder, we'll see how he is. But the two other guys, absolute studs. So maybe in college, like he got all these weapons. That's why he looks a little better. But now you got DJ Moore. Wide receiver one coming in out from Carolina. We get to see if he's the real deal because this. I think this is the year we find out if Justin Fields. They have some weapons, man. Because like I I don't want to hear no excuses now. Oh yeah, he's got guys. Because the GM's been doing some work this offseason. Obviously, he got he got real lucky with the pick with the the game ending it like that. But you gotta take advantage. You gotta take advantage of the luck, and let's see. He built a nice little roster around. And obviously, with, your, with, with the Bears owner Aaron Rodgers moving to New York, it's opened up for the Chicago Bears. Now they now they'll get some wins against Jordan Love. They get mm-hmm. some wins against the Packers in the division rival games now. Because you know my thoughts about Jordan Love, absolutely atrocious. Like the guy, all I need is love. I see, dude. Seriously, <laughs> like like all I need is love to get through this as a Green Bay Packers fan. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Like I swear to God, like I, it's gonna be hard watching this team play football. Like yeah. I don't like Jordan Love, like. I don't. I know. There's no tape on him. Like really, nothing really comes out. Like yep. it just like if there's not, there's not even that much hype. Like the hype is like, eh, he, he might not be the worst quarterback. Like he might be like the bottom middle. Like team. average. Yeah, I'm like, uh, his upside is average. I'm like, man, get out of here. You send a first round pick on a guy with his upside being average, like below average. That's my tough. goodness, I'm just like. Welcome to my uh, you- my <laughs> career as a Bears fan. So let me ask you this. So. If- I think the consensus is he's probably going to be average. But if his ceiling is Jimmy G, do you think they have a chance in the division? Because he's pretty average. But Jimmy G had a great team. And I think the Packers team, like they have, I think, one of the more talented rosters, top to bottom. Like they have two legit receivers. They have two, if A.J. Dillon steps up, legit running backs. Their defense is the best in that division. If he's just, let's just say, Jimmy G, does that change your opinion on who can win the division? If he comes out and plays like that, an average quarterback. Jimmy G, huh? I'll be elated if this guy he could go to the Super Bowl. Not saying that. Not saying that. But just that tier quarterback. If he's Jimmy G, that's a W. That is an absolute W for a rookie. He can be a game manager that gets his 200 yards, gets you one touchdown, no interceptions. Like, as a rookie – That'll be actually yep. phenomenal. The rookie started. Well, I, yeah. I, I ain't that. I ain't you don't that. think that wins the division? No. Wins. Not not in this one. Okay. Okay. No. And, and the thing is, you're right because their defense is the best in the division. And you know we we've, we've talked all last year about how unbelievable Jerry Alexander is. Right? They have a great second. That's my guy. That is your guy. Down, Sean bro. loves his Jair Alexander. I love Jair, bro. But That's my I dude. Just, you know I. I just think that this year it, it is going to be such a – and it's always been a bruiser division. That's kind of what it's known for, right? Just a lot of tough games, you know, in the in the incremental weather, right? Obviously, we got two dome teams and two outdoor teams, right? It kind of makes it very even in that division. and It does make things interesting as you get into the division rivalry. I don't right? know about the Bears, about outdoor. That might be changing soon. We don't know. Well, that. yeah, but yeah, that's just <laughs> that them trying to get money, soon. man. So, uh, that, would, you, would you be disappointed if they went dome? 
I hate Soldier Field, man. It's in the most awkward spot in the yeah. city. It's impossible to get in and out of. Not that I go to that many Bears games. They're just they're fun if you can go in September, October, early November. But after that, man, you are just yeah. suffering. And I'd rather just sit at home and on a Sunday night and just watch a beautiful Bears game, man. So <laughs> yeah. let's just hope that I actually enjoy it and I don't rage too much, man. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah. For me, I think I'm with you, P. Bush. I'm leaning more towards the Lions because of Jameson Williams coming back. I think he's got six, seven game suspension. But when he comes back, I think he's going to be just shot out of a cannon. Yeah. Amon, you know, he <laughs> he is their receiver one and – we're going to be talking receivers later down the road, but man, he has a lot of value because I think he, he he could really take a leap. I think he can really take a massive leap, and I think yep. it'll be even bigger if you know when Jameson Williams comes back. But uh, the Vikings for me are interesting because I do like Kirk Cousins. I think he's a solid quarterback. Justin Jefferson is a cheat code. Cute story. Um, your point, you know, about Addison. I think he might be able to eat a lot. Um, Madison, I think, could be solid. I think their defense is going to be okay. But to me, I, I, it's all going to come down to Kirk Cousins and if he can be, he, if he can go from being a good quarterback in the regular season to being, I think, a great quarterback in the re- regular season and then carrying that into the playoffs. I agree. Um, I, I'm just, I'm still iffy on that part because I do think he's a really good quarterback. I just wonder if he can take the next step because with Justin Jefferson being your number one, if you can just figure out a way to keep making him effective and, you know, Madison is the better pass catcher out the backfield. If you can maybe involve him more, maybe that opens up the offense to a new level that could really make the Vikings and, you know, intriguing option for the first team in the division. Um, you know, Packers, like we said, Jordan love, if he can, the reason why I know they're going to be fourth is going to be probably because of Jordan love, but I would not be shocked if they're hanging around because to me, I just like the Packers roster. They have a really good roster. So Jordan Love would have to be completely garbage. Like he would have to be really, really, really bad for them not to be competitive. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that, you know, he'll be like Aaron Rodgers last year. Like, I mean, I think a lot of that's because he's just ready to go. And they, he's had his, Aaron's had his, you know, several games where he just hasn't been able to close out you know, certain games to get to either the Super Bowl or the playoffs. But I just think his time was done in Green Bay. So for me, if I had to pick a team, I think the Packers would be fourth. But they intrigue me the most because it's like if Love, like I said, if he's Jimmy G, they could they could sneak up and be second and maybe even first that division because just of the talent. I just like yeah. their talent. Yeah. Um, with the Bears, I do think it's a proven year to Zeus point. It's a proven year for Justin Fields, and I think he'll be fine in terms of being a quarterback that can distribute the ball and, you know, him running the ball is not going to go away. And I think if he's, you know, I, I don't think I would want him at a thousand yards because then he's going to be taking unnecessary hits. But if he can maybe get around 700, 800 yards, still keep that explosion and then have the ability to throw the football, that they could be another sneaky team. That's why for me, this division, I feel like you got the top two in Detroit and Minnesota, but like, would it be shocking if Chicago or Green Bay in week 12 or 13 is battling Minnesota and it's like whoever wins that game has control of the division? No, because just because of the quarterback upside. Like, yeah. if I had to you pick out of Fields or Love, I would pick Fields just because of he, you know, Love is athletic, but he ain't a Fields athletic. So Fields having that athleticism alone, if he can just be 
good enough throwing the ball, I think that's going to open up so yeah. much type of stuff. Similar to just watch you know, the tape Lamar. of the Bears Dolphins game last year, man. That's all you need to see. <laughs> mm. That one in the Lions game, man. Mm. Yeah, that just Lions a beautiful was... quarterback play, man. And now he's yeah, just he got his crazy. he's got his deep ball guy. They tried to give him one at the trade deadline, didn't work out. Darnell Mooney, you know I'm Mooney Hive. You know I'm Mooney Hive. He's bro, in the so. slot, man, where he belongs. <laughs> yes, yeah, you know I'm so Mooney Hive. So perfect, man. It's gonna be he's yeah. gonna be what Jackson Smith and Jigba is to the Seahawks. That's what they're hoping he can do. Get that number three in the slot. Get those nice little ten yard to fifteen yard routes to get those first downs, man. It's gonna be beautiful. So, so in the words, so in the words of Big Cat, hashtag Bears are back. Bears are back, baby. Bear down. <laughs> Bears Bear are back, down, man. How many Go ahead and put your though? money down, Zoo. How many wins, though? How many wins for your Chicago I already told Bears? you, man. Nine and eight. <laughs> you watch, man. You watch. You want to make a bet Zoo, on if they outplay the Packers this year? Oh, I know they will. Uh, the I have the last, man. I'm fading Jordan Love. I'm Jordan Love until the day I die. Yeah, enjoy it, man. <laughs> Suffer through it. Nine yeah, this, this division is definitely going to be one that you could maybe say is a toss-up. But... Uh, going to be interested to see, nevertheless, you know, Justin Fields growing in terms of his, you know, potential w- per, uh, way as a passer, Kirk Cousins, you know, the whole nine. So uh, for this podcast is coming to an end, but make sure you guys, I think it is glitched for a second. Make sure you guys follow us at bullheaded underscore pod. I do content creation on there for, you know, NFL, college football coming up, the whole nine with that. Make sure you listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, TikTok, same thing, bullheaded 864. I do similar content that I do on Instagram, but it's the same type of thing with football and basketball. So make sure you guys tune into that. And for me, Zoop and Peebush, we are.